Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. This is episode 15. Uh, We're going to be talking some NFL draft today, winners, losers, and then we're going to be talking some NBA playoffs. We're in the semifinals. All the matchups are set up. Some games have already happened, but we're going to give our thoughts, predictions for the outcomes of this series. Um, Yeah, man, we we got a good episode today, and we got a huge announcement uh, that I'm going to make in a second. But first, I'm with... UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. Danny Cole, how are you doing today? Man, the draft just happened. I think my Steelers are really big winners. QB of the future, QB of the now. Kenny Pickett. Let's get into it. Reach of the century. <laughs> anyway, a couple things. Uh, we are now affiliates of, if you hear any dog eating dog water, I'm just down here with my dog. We're chilling. So, you know, just ignore that. But we are now affiliates with Shocked Energy. Um, and we are affiliates with Kong Beer Bong. They're creators of the Kong, which is a can cooler that turns into a beer bong. So, yeah, um, we'll leave links to those. You know, if you guys are interested, uh, I deliver. I got some stuff ordered. So, you know, I'm going to have it on. I'm going to, you know, give my honest review on them. But, yeah, if you guys want anything, you know, we'll put it in the description below. Uh, but without further ado, you know, we should probably get into – we should probably get into this, man. Let's talk about some NFL draft winners. Danny, you can go first. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with one. one. We'll start with we'll, one. We'll go one-on-one. Uh, I'm going to go to the Baltimore Ravens. It pains me to say this. Uh, they got Tyler Linderbaum, best center in the draft, best interior offensive lineman in the draft. And they got Kyle Hamilton, probably my favorite player in the draft. Six uh, four safety. I'd agree. They got they got their Ed Reed of the draft. Uh, man, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm scared. Uh, Kenny Pickett will be throwing these balls probably about four interceptions a year, right to Kyle Hamilton and go forward. So I'm scared. David Ajabo, Damn, in the second round. Ajabo too. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. But like, that's huge. He, he, he's a first round pick. Yeah, that's huge, man. And they got Hollywood for higher than what they drafted him. I think I think that the fact that they even got a first rounder for Hollywood Brown is insanity. They like uh, they they sent a third with him. But regardless, I I still think that is amazing. Um, 
I think that's a really good job by their uh, by their manager to do that, pull that off. Maybe the Cardinals knew that D-Hop was going down for PEDs. Perhaps, but uh, Marquise Brown is not the answer. <laughs> He's yeah. not the answer for that problem. I mean, him and Rondell Moore and A.J. Green could hold it down for six weeks. Probably, probably. You know, Kyler's going to have to step up to the plate uh, for sure. But, yeah, I would agree. I like the Ravens draft a lot. Um, a draft I liked a lot uh, were the Jets. Um, they did a very good job at drafting best player available, uh, you know, just ma- making a lot of moves. I think they got the best corner. I think they got the best corner in the draft. I've, I've been huge on Gardner. I think they got the best receiver in the draft in Garrett Wilson. I've been huge on Garrett Wilson. Um, and then to get Jermaine Johnson about where you should get him, about late first round, um, and they traded up to get him, you know, good spot. I think they did a really good job. Um, I have one knock on the yeah, Jets. Big, big winners for the Jets. I don't like that they took a running back. Um, Michael Carter had a pretty good solid season last year. They could have signed a running back. I mean, I love Brees Hall. I don't like that they took him that early. That's my only problem. They, they, you know, they could, they could be something. You know, I think the expectation is playoffs. You got the young quarterback. You got some weapons. You got a, a pretty good defense. The, the defense is looking pretty solid. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the expectation. They're still the, they're still the worst team in the East, unfortunately. You don't know that. You don't know until you play. That's, but it's a harsh truth. The expectation is playoffs, whether you're favorited or not. It's that allergy season, man. Bless you. Allergy season. All right. Um, all right. So you're going to take your second winner now. Who is your second winner of the draft? My second winner is the Kansas City Chiefs. Apologize for that pause. Uh, these allergies are really killer. Uh, these Kansas City Chiefs, uh, really good corner. And I, they, they had a really weak cornerback room last year. Trent McDuffie can come in, start immediately. Uh, George Carlafta should have been a top 15 pick, and they got him at 30. Really good job by the Chiefs. And the list just went on and on. They got Leo Chanel in the end of the third. Who's the other linebacker they got? Uh, uh, yeah, just look it up. I didn't – wasn't too, like, in on their draft after the first round. Let me see this. Uh, they got – Brian Cook and Sky Moore in the second. Mm, Brian Cook. Yeah, I heard about that Sky Moore pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, my sister's friends, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, got even got drafted by the uh, Chiefs. Pretty cool. That's dope, uh, man. It's, it really goes on and on. The Chiefs, everyone's saying, oh, they're not going to win the, the West. They're my pick to win the West, though. So. That's fair. I think that's more than fair. Patrick Mahomes is that guy. The defense is getting very good again. Mm-hmm. Man, watch out. Watch out for these Kansas City Chiefs. Don't sleep on I, this field. I agree. I agree. I mean, you got you still have arguably the best player in the world. You know, you still got arguably the best tight end in the league. You revamped some defensive moves. Got some weapons still. I mean, people, they're not Tyreek people, Hill, but I mean, people are sleeping. You have Juju, MVS. Harden exactly, and, and Sky Moore. Like you act like these are all bums. You got weapons. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure, they're not Tyreek Hill, but I mean, definitely more than more than a you know exceptional, especially when your quarterback is arguably the best in the game. So I think, yeah, I, I I'd, think, I'd agree with you on that. 
Tyreek Hill is going to have a, a down year more than what he had with the Chiefs. I think he benefited off of Mahomes' uh, escape artist ability and going to make things happen after like the play's dead. Which I think he'll have, to, have a good year. He'll have a good year, but I think he'll have to change the way he runs routes because sometimes he runs these very long developing routes that may not be happening with two Tagovailoa. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, they could get him on some underneath game. There's a lot of ways you could use Ty, uh, an athlete like Tyreek Hill. I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out. Uh, the Chiefs will figure out, uh, you know, their offense. You know, they'll be steamrolling like normal. My second winner of the NFL draft is no, no other. My Philadelphia Eagles. Um, uh, first of all, I wasn't at first. I wasn't a big fan of the Jordan Davis pick because I wasn't. It had nothing to do with Jordan Davis. It was like I wanted Kyle Hamilton that bad. Danny talked me into the positional value thing. I really like the Jordan Davis pick. Um, I would have been fine with him or Hamilton, but. Um, yeah, Jordan Davis, he's going to be huge for our, you know, that's probably one of the core pieces of our team is that front seven. Um, and, uh, we trade, we get the quarterback's best friend, which is, first of all, you're getting arguably a top 10 receiver in the game. I would say maybe 11, 12 range. So you get that you pay him. So he's going to be here rocking out with your young quarterback who is his best friend, which is an underrated aspect of Jalen Hurts' leadership. Um, and it proves like if a top 15 receiver wants to come play with a guy, he's got to be good. So that means the organization shows faith. Our new wide receiver one shows faith. Um, or on a if Smitty becomes a wide receiver one, uh, you know, that's a duo I'm really looking forward to huge dub by Howie Roseman. Um, the second round pick at first, I wasn't big on it either. Like drafting a center, like we're so early drafting a replacement. I'm like, yes, this is what keeps our offensive line. Uh, consistently one of the best in the league. Uh, but the fact that we were still able to get N'Kobe Dean, a guy that a lot of people thought we were taking round one, to get him yeah. in round three, I really like the pick. A little concerned about his injury history, but if he says he's good, he's good. Like, I don't know. Like, he's – like, who's your source? The player. Like, if he says he's good, he's good. I I think we're good on that. Uh, and then in the later rounds, we drafted an edge rusher that I also – or no, not an edge rusher. Well, we drafted a good edge rusher who was giving Penning hell at the senior day – or the senior bowl. Uh, I do forget his name. I, I apologize. I'm a, yeah, I'm, a fa- I'm a fake fan, I fear. But um, I'm, I'm certainly a fake fan for not knowing our fourth-round pick's name. I'm also a fraud because I don't know the tight end we drafted the name. Also big friends with Hurts. When a player has like say and – GM is bringing in his friends and all that. That shows they have trust in him and they want him to succeed. Not like a LeBron-esque where LeBron will literally go sign his friends himself. But, you know, a uh, huge, huge, uh, I think that was a win. Uh, uh, Eagles are winners. Uh, I expect nothing short of a playoff win at least this year. Uh, they should win their division. Hurt should be a pro bowler. You know, there's a lot of expectations for this Eagles team in my eyes. Yo, I, I don't think that people are going to talk about this. Dak Prescott might be on a short leash. If he doesn't win the East two times, is it, if he doesn't win the East at least once out of the next two years, the Cowboys might go t- take a quarterback in the next two drafts. I mean, he's slowly entering that Kirk Cousins range. And the thing, I thought he was on the path of a more Russell Wilson range. But nah, I mean, he just they can't pull the strings together when it matters most. That is why I say the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. 
It's Kellen Moore. Kellen, it's like- Kellen Moore is a bright young mind, but it's almost sometimes like he's – I don't know. He's coaching him, himself out of a – Here's what I'll say. The Cowboys and the Browns are very similar. At the time, they have these really great teams on paper, and they can't seem to play well. I don't know why, but if they're both teams in our division that we both hate, and yeah, we they suck every year after year. And one sometimes speaking speaking of teams that suck, we can get into our losers. I think I'll get into my first one. Um, my first one is a little debatable, uh, depending on how you look at it. Is the Tennessee Titans? Um, yes, I do like the great. I, I think Malik Willis was a great pick for where they got him. Because your quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. He's a very mid quarterback and he played very bad in the playoffs. And if Willis can tap his ceiling, you know, the sky's the limit, you know. But as a team, you're constantly in the playoffs. You know, you got the one seed, you found yourself in the AFC championship game a couple of years ago. I feel as if trading the franchise receiver, um, and now your wide receiver one is either Traylon Burks or is Robert Woods coming off an ACL tear. Your quarterback is still it is either Ryan Tannehill or rookie Malik Willis. Um, that's rough. Uh, honestly, it could work out if Traylon Burks, you know, act, he gets active early, uh, which I think he's an AJ Brown type of player. But you know, it depends. Um, it depends how he adjusts to the NFL game. I could. I, I, I'm not as much as a loser. I think they were more like a C, like a C plus. Not really the direction you want to go in terms of a playoff team, in my yeah, eyes. I, agree. I feel like if you're a playoff team, go for the Super Bowl. Don't go don't backwards. Like the Raiders. The Raiders were a team that barely snuck into the playoffs. And they were just like, no, it's not like we got in there fluky. Like, let's get Devontae Adams. Let's get let's try to go win a Super Bowl. Let's only go up. I like that mentality much over the Titans. Kind of backtracking, but it doesn't seem like they're going to be tanking. I don't know. It's like a didn't make them better, didn't make them worse draft, and you can't really have that um, if you're trying to go win a Super Bowl. Here's what I'll say. I like the way what the Titans did in the draft. I don't like what they did trading A.J. Brown. I think it's kind of confusing because uh, you're really on a brisk of being a win-now team, and you're yeah, trading exactly. win-now – receiver and you don't want to pay him because you have Ryan Tannehill in the books. So if they would have kept AJ Brown, paid him, and then went and drafted Willis in the second round or third round like they did, and then dumped Tannehill to some like lowly team like the Panthers, I would have been fine with it. But they didn't. They they tra- they traded their best player on the team boy. I mean arguably. I mean Henry and AJ Brown carried the team. But yeah you see the you see the you see what I'm getting at. Who who was your first big loser of the draft? I want to hear it. I mean, there's two picks. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. The Cowboys. They, they, they just let – me, let me get the, the, their draft up. It's it's really bad. They took Tyler Smith in the first round, a tackle who has flagging issues. He doesn't know how to draft well. And then the second round, they took a troubled defensive end, Sam Williams. He, he gets around the edge sometimes and has good games, but low motor. You want to take more established guy in the second round. I think Jaylen Tolbert. Pick, sorry, I didn't want to be coming on the Smith pick. Um, I, banking on potential is hard because potential will get you fired. But, yeah, 
I, I see what they were doing, but I agree with that pick. And then you got like Jalen Tolbert is really good. Uh, I think he can be really good in the NFL, especially coming with he, he, he's going to start. It's CD Lamb, him, and Gallup, who's coming off knee surgery. That's it. And they have James Washington too, but he he this good should start. Um, he can make an impact on the team, but he's not. He's brought wide receiver up eleven or twelve in the class for a reason, right? So he has his flaws. Um, and you took a tight end. Uh, why? Your defense is the one getting flamed. I don't get it. Uh, I agree. I agree. Why you get the ball rolling? Give us the second loser, and then I'll finish off with my last uh, draft the loser. The second loser took the worst player in the first round. He took an offensive lineman who had a third-round grade. And New England Patriots, man. Uh, they're so – what does Belichick think he knows better than other people? He, I mean, this offensive lineman might be like a sleeper in the draft. You don't take a sleeper in the first round. You take him in the third round. Uh and this really made me mad because uh, the Patriots are right there. Um, they're in the playoffs. They lost by 40 to the uh, Bills, though, like, which is kind of – Yeah, but but they still also gave the Bills trouble all year. I mean, it's easy to find a team lacking yeah, in the playoffs. Uh, I'd agree, though. They're, if you're right there, like, I don't know. Like, there were still guys on the board I think you could have taken. Uh, I don't. George Pickens was, I think, a projected second rounder. But, I mean, the late first round, that's a good pick. No. You know what they did though? They took what's his name? Uh, receiver out of Baylor, Tyquan Thornton, or something like that. Wasn't he the one who ran the fastest 40? He's fast, but I don't get it. You don't just take a dude because he's fast. His film's not you gotta take a baller. You gotta take a baller. I, I definitely agree. Like Garrett Wilson didn't run the fastest 40, but. He's what second receiver off the board because he's good. I, it, man. I mean, I don't, I don't like what they did. I mean, they drafted good linebackers. They drafted, they drafted pretty solid offensive linemen. I think they just reached, and I think it's not where it is. Uh, people are gonna say, "Oh, the Steelers are losers of the draft because X, Y, and Z." It's a reach for a quarterback. I think they the Steelers are do not fall under the category of losers, but they're not clear cut winners. I think four years from now, if Pickett is a Pro Bowl quarterback, they're gonna look back at this draft and say the Steelers were like all time winners this draft. I'd agree. I think they 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 were stagnant in my not in the receiver room. I think they got way better with Pickens. My second my second draft loser would have to be the Washington Commanders. Uh, your first round pick, you spend it on a guy who, um, Jahan Dotson, type of guy, can't get physical, can't stack his guys, gets beat. Like, as a route runner, you want to, you want to stack your guy. You don't, you if he's physical, you get physical with him. Do not get beat off your line. And he's someone who gets pushed to the sideline too many times, and that makes the the ball harder because you want to throw it and then you want to like drift to the sideline to catch it. You can't do that. You can't give him that room if he's already pinned to the sideline. Um, definitely not wasn't a fan of him. And there were just better options on the board. Um, and honestly, and then throughout this whole draft, they didn't solve their long-term answer at quarterback. Let's be real. Carson might be there for a year, maybe. 
Man, yeah. Sam Howell Sam Howell could be a course in a run is starting. They they did draft him. Oh, they did draft him because you texted me about that. Um, I I I don't know if Sam Howell will be their long term answer. I am high. I'm not, I'm not like high on him in comparison to this draft. I think Sam Howell could play in the NFL. Uh, maybe he can fit in in this year, but I don't think that's their long term answer at quarterback, uh, especially in a division that is winnable every single year. Um, and then they reached on that Alabama. Oh, it was it a tackle or edge? I think it was a tackle, right? I think tackle. They took another tackle. Yeah, they they reach on these guys. That was their D line is literally one of the best in the NFL. Uh, you have everywhere else to fix, like everywhere else to fix. Their corners are all right. Uh, they could have took a safety. They could have stayed where they were and took Kyle Hamilton, but they just decided not to. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, you're, you're probably very you're probably very happy that they. But yeah, no, I would hate to have to. I would have to. Pl- I would hate to have to play him. But um, yeah, big losers. Um, it's not that they picked horrible people. It's that they picked people who, who weren't an obvious need for their team. Exactly. Maybe, they're, maybe they're trying. I mean, you can say the same thing about the Eagles. Oh, Eagles needed to pick uh, Jordan. Didn't need to pick Jordan Davis. Fletcher Cox is old. Brandon Graham is old. Uh, yeah, man. But like the the commander's team, Deron Payne is pretty young. Uh, Chase Young is young, obviously double young. Uh, and Montez Sweat is young. I mean, it's always good to have D line depth, but like at what cost? Your yeah, offense, like your offense you, has been bad. You, you lost your best guard, Brandon Sheriff, to the Jags. It's just very questionable. Very questionable. Yeah, man, I would agree. Yeah, those are our draft winners and losers. Um. Yeah, again, we were both happy with what our teams did. Um, I'm even happy for like what the Giants did, uh, even as a rival. But um, yeah, this was a loaded class, a lot deeper than a lot of people think. Uh, like we had dudes who were supposed to go on day one, going like day four, mostly the quarterbacks. But um, like Matt Corral, or he might have got third round. I'm sorry, but still, guys got drafted a lot later. Um, Maybe some guys people thought were going to get drafted maybe on day three when undrafted, like Justin Ross because of his injury history. Uh, yeah, huge draft. We're going to move on to the NBA. Uh, we're going to be going over some series, you know. We're going to start with the Grizzlies Warriors because we got a uh, Josh super fan here. The Grizzlies uh, lost game one by one at home to the Warriors on a John Morant uh, missed game winner, but he still played spectacular. Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry played spectacular. Um I think the Warriors get them out of there in five, though. That's a demoralizing loss to have as a young team. You can't lose to an experienced squad uh, when it's in your grasp. You know what I mean? Um, I think five. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts before I continue. I want to hear your uh, predictions for the rest of the series and thoughts on game one. I got Warriors in six. Uh, I think Jock can get two, especially at home. I think they can grab one more at home. So you're saying they take game two, lose both games at Oracle, and then take game five? Yeah. Um, I think that's I, I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair. I'll still say five. I think this Warriors team, when they're hand on all cylinders and their heart and soul isn't getting ejected, um, they're they're a pretty good team, uh, believe it or not. They're my favorite to win it all uh, at the moment. I think my favorite to win it all still – 
the Greek freak. So Giannis, he's my favorite to meet him at the moment uh, as a NBA fan. Looking at not those Celtic, goggles, not, not a Celtic yeah, fan. I, I can't say them. Like I, I just can't do it because I look at them through a different lens and I see all the negative. Uh, not like a hater, like not like oh we'll never win this, but it's kind of like you know like oh it's too good to be true. So I'm gonna say the Bucks Warriors for now. But yeah, this series, Jaw's gonna have to grow uh, as a decision maker. And that last play, he's kind of going down, and he's looking to do it all himself. And the Warriors know that, so they just collapse on him. Um, he's trusted his teammates all year. You got good guys, Jaron Jackson, uh, Desmond Bain, uh, Dylan Brooks wasn't necessarily playing all too well, but still, you got to learn how to trust his guys. It's part of the process. I get it. He's a great player. He's going to continue to grow. Uh, this series could be a learning experience. You know, if he could get two games out of it, uh, sure. But I know they have higher aspirations and are hoping to win the series. But um, the pool party and the splash brothers could be just a little too much for such a young team. And especially for, I mean, Taylor Jenkins, if he could pull out a couple games, I think that's amazing. Going against a three-time NBA champion head coach. Um, I agree. I really agree with that. All right, I, I let's move on to the let's move on to the other West series. Suns Mavs played last night, recording on Tuesday. This uh, it's posted on Wednesday. Suns Mavs played late last night. Luka Doncic played, of course, amazing. Maxi Kleber played pretty well in the first half. He went five for six from three. Um, but the Suns pull it out. The Suns are so unbelievably deep. Um, this is such a good team. This reminds, this kind of reminded me of like, like a, an old Cavs team having to play one of these stacked Boston teams where they're just so deep and they got a good coach at the time. Doc Rivers was a good coach, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. I like the Suns team a lot, man. Man, the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking it's going to be Suns Bucks rematch. And Booker gonna get his revenge. If they, I think if they were to play again, I don't think the Suns would get their revenge. But uh, that 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 that's a very favorable matchup to happen again. Uh, I really think LeBron Warriors. If the Suns play the Bucks again, that the Suns will win in six. Think so? I think they get shut down. Aiden can shut down Giannis a little bit in the paint. Oh, the same dude who dropped 50 on them, boys? 50. 50 on them to win this Yeah, you know who wasn't there at that point playing that good defense? Mikael Bridges straight out of great. Mikael Bridges was Mikael Bridges was there. He wasn't playing that same defense, though. He was there, but he wasn't playing. It don't matter. It don't matter because there's no one on this planet who can guard Giannis. I mean, I anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk. Let's actually talk about Giannis now. Celtics, Bucks, game one. Again, same thing I said with Grizzlies. Celtics, young team. You let a win. This was a 12 point game, but trust me, it was more than winnable. The Celtics had one of the worst offensive outings of the season. Like this, this is what that Celtics team looked on offense in like November, December. Like these dudes were bad. And defense was pretty great. You hold a good Bucks team to one on one. You hold Giannis to struggling shooting numbers, but you know he gets up there because you know he's a master at getting to the line. Um, Cough, Embiid, and uh, Harden. Hey man, I, I think it's an art. I, I won't be mad at someone for getting free throws. Obviously, when I'm in my Celtics mode, I'm going to be screaming at Scott Foster and be like, "Oh, you can't fucking call that, uh, whatever." But I understand. Um, he plays physical, and, and you got to match it. Uh, we got the bodies to throw at him, of course. You can't let other people beat us. Um, and Pat Connaughton and and Grayson Allen, Bobby Portis, Javon Carter, 
Why, these these dudes can't be beating us. Um, especially if Jalen Brown's having an off night, Tatum's having an off night. Um, those two have to bring their A game or they're going to lose. It's that simple. And, and uh, the Bucks have been great. Marcus Smart. Yeah, Smart's got to bring his A game as well. Um, Giannis. Giannis and the Bucks, I feel, are a little bit better. The, not they play better team basketball without Chris Middleton, which leads to success. So if you want to say they're better, go ahead. Chris Middleton there kind of stops the ball movement. Uh, he is a he is a bucket getter. That's what he is. He's an elite three level scorer. Um, but sometimes you need that ball to keep rolling. And if you surround Giannis with guys, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, Javon Carter, Pat Connaughton. Drew Holiday, like if these guys are hitting their shots, it's insanity. But if you pass out to Chris Middleton, that ball might it might slow up a little bit. Regardless, I think they're the best team in the East with or without Chris Middleton. Uh, the Celtics do play tonight, which is supposed to on Wednesday. I predict the Celtics to defend their home court maybe a little bit. Uh, bounce back game. I don't think Jalen Brown uh, plays for the Bucks like he did last game. Um, I don't know. Uh, and for this series, I have the Celtics winning. Uh, in seven now. I originally had six. Uh, so I, no, I'll, I'll stick with six. I'll say Celtics in six, uh, which means they have to win four of the next five for that to happen. But I'm a man of my word. So I'm not going to backtrack now just because I've seen them lose one game. I believe in them. Yeah, I mean, Celtics and I'm, they can defend I'm horribly anybody. biased, so I understand can, if you disagree. They can defend anybody in the league. Uh, and I'm not going to take the same approach to you because – of what you said, but I, I also agree Celtics and seven. Uh, they can defend Giannis. Giannis is going to be smothered the way KD was smothered. Uh, I think they just had a bad game. They can bounce back, play defense. That's consistent. Sometimes you'll have bad offensive game, but playing good defense is always consistent. And I think that'll show through in games two, three, four, and five. And I think they pull it off in seven. All right, man. Yeah, this is best. This is my most anticipated series, of course, because as you know, near the end of the season, Celtics Bucks did play. Um, this was basically for the chance. Well, it didn't end up mattering, but at the time, it was huge for playoff seating. Bucks played everybody, I believe, besides Chris Middleton, and the Celtics rested. Tatum Williams wasn't back, and Horford wasn't playing. Celtics ended up losing by around six. It was a really good game, and then at the end, the last day of the season. The Bucs sat all their starters, and the Celtics played all their starters. So basically, the Celtics had control. So the Bucs lost. The Celtics then had control over, did they want two seed or three seed? They took the two seed. What that sent to me was not that the Bucs didn't want to play the Nets. I promise you, I don't think any team feared the Nets. I really don't. I think they just, I don't know. I feel like home court advantage did not matter if they were to meet Boston in the second round. Or maybe they just thought the Nets were going to beat beat the Celtics. I I don't know, uh, but they deserve to be that confident. They have the best player in the world. Um, they have one of the five best coaches in the NBA, I believe. Very deep team. They could definitely they could definitely go win back to back. If Giannis wins back to back Finals MVPs, I think we're looking at a top twenty player all time. Maybe top fifteen. He's top ten. Top ten. I wouldn't say it just yet. Not not just yet. But he's what got he, it all. He, he just averages, has to stay course. What if he averages 50, 10, and 10 in the finals? If he averages 50, 10, and 10 in the NBA today, I will consider him a top five player of all time. If he stays the course, 
he, he will definitely be a top five player of all time. He might be the best I, player of all time. He might be the best player of all time. If, uh, but he'll have to really have a long prime because you know, like he started off really rough. You know what I'm saying? What, I, what I'll tell you um, is, if any player is gonna have a long prime, it's a dude that's seven foot tall and athletic as fuck. So that can be bad on his knees, but he really treats his body good. Uh, he's smart. He is smart, and his adaptability to the game. I'm guys. This man, like he has, he has a post. Like, he is a post-fadeaway. Like, uh, it's really, like, good. Like, it's a good post-fadeaway. He is a good pull-up mid-range. Sure, he's not Kevin Durant with, you know, Hezzy Tween. The dude makes his shots. You can't leave him open. He makes his shots. It's so – he's such – he's an underrated scorer. He is an underrated scorer. He is that good. He's that guy. He doesn't average 30 off run and dunk. People do decline him the paint. And what does he do? Post up, turn around, hits his jumper. He put in the work. and Unfortunately, Embiid better. He's not better. No one on this planet right now is better than Giannis on Santacupo. That was, that was, that. Sarcasm. That was sarcasm. But, uh, I mean, look, if you want to make the argument, it's better be a good fucking argument. But all right, well, moving on to Embiid and the Sixers. Um, Doc Rivers is horrible. A winnable game without your best player on the road, you blow it. Tobias Harris played great. James Harden was eh. Maxi was eh. But you lose this game because you keep putting out a dude who is unplayable. DeAndre Jordan is unplayable, especially against one of the best centers in the game. Um, they have no answers, apparently, for these wing shooters that they got. Tyler Hero played phenomenal last night. Um, he is so... Know, he is so shaky, though. One game he'll put up 30, the next game he'll put up 10 points and shoot four of 13. That's how it is. As you know, the life of an early bucket getter, you know, um, you're going to be inconsistent. He's in that cycle right now. Like he had a good first year and second year. You know, he's he's got to find the consistency to become an all-star level player, uh, which I will. I think he will. High on Tyler Hero. Uh, great player. Uh, elite bucket getter. Um, My homeboy Tyler playing South Beach for real. He do play in South Beach, man. Um, but yeah, uh, the Heat. Um, I don't know. Uh, one thing I think is important for the Heat. What's actually on the line? They have to defend home court. You cannot lose one of these first two games, and then Joel Embiid comes back. Because these winnable games become winning games when you add, uh, in my opinion, the best center in the game. I get a lot of people say Jokic, but. I have my reasonings, trust me. What I'll tell you is this. Uh, if Embiid comes back and it's 0-2, I think he, he can come back and win four out of five. If he were to win four out of five, like win this series down 0-2, that's tough. That is a real bad look for, for Jokic. I don't care what Jokic had to go against. I get it. It's the Dynasty Warriors and whatever. But this man's playing the one seed and a team that was on a tear only had lost one game up to that point when Embiid comes back. I don't know. I still think the Heat win in six, but, you know, this could be huge. I mean, there's no pressure on Embiid. You're coming back down 0-2. Like, what do you expect? But if he were to find a way to win the series, it's huge for him. Huge for his confidence going forward. Prediction. Embiid in seven, Sixers in seven, 
Fadeaway three game winner Embiid. By Embiid. Yep. I would love if it if it was like seven seconds on the clock, inbound at low post. You got Bam on him. Best defensive center in the league. Best low post player in the league, man. It would be even better. Danny Green, Trey Ball to win the game. Fuck no, that is not happening. Oh, man. Make up, make up for what happened with LeBron in the finals. That ain't happening. Bubble boy. All right, well, again, that's all we got for for you guys today. Except have yeah, that announcement. If wherever platform you're listening to this on, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, stop what you're doing. Go to our YouTube channel and get us to 100 subscribers. When we get to 100 subscribers, we will be doing a free jersey giveaway. We'll be putting out more details and stuff when we get there. So, yeah, if you guys get us to 100 subscribers, we're going to be doing a free jersey giveaway. Um, Details coming then. Yeah, share with your friends. Be like, yo, like, sub to this account. It's free. Like, it takes two seconds. I mean, make your um, dog an account, make your family an account, tell your tell your Yeah, dad. like use every Gmail tell you your, have, whatever. T- tell your cousins, tell your brothers, sisters, uncles. Yeah, just tell them if they give us a subscribe, man. Once we get to 100, we'll announce the details. And you got a chance to win a free jersey of your choice. It could be anything you want. And it's on us. So, yeah, help us get to 100 subscribers. We'd really appreciate it. Um, again, sponsored by Kong Beer Bong and shocked energy we're going to be leaving the links to that if you guys want to go shop there um again it's always great talking on the podcast with danny um we'll be back next wednesday of course uh, hopefully by this time the celtics haven't gotten swept but uh yeah man thank you guys for tuning in so much uh make sure you guys have a great day stay active Bryce young has been two times Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria and I'm Mike and we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com/teamready.